Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're you're listening listening to to ghost Ghost host, Host, Sophia Temporelli. Ian, Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal. Weekly, weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. This is April, the psychic housewife in New Jersey, featured on the travel channels, The Holes of Files. I just wanted to wish my very dear friend, Sophia Temporelli, a very happy 11-year anniversary right here on Live Paranormal. Congratulations, Sophia. I love you and I'm so proud of you. 
That's right, it's the Ghost Host Show uh, with Sophia Temporally on LiveParanormal.com. And yes, congratulations on 11 years here. We're going to get right into the show, and uh, our guest is uh, busy and promoting. So, Sophia, tell us about uh, where people can find you, your Instagrams, your Twitters, and all your things. I'm on Instagram, at Sophia Temporally, and Twitter, just at Sophia Temporally is 1L. All right, tell us about your guest today, Sophia. Today, we welcome back renowned televised medium Cindy Keza as she discusses the recent launch of Discovery Plus's shock doc, The Michigan Hell House. I want to thank Travel Channel and the Discovery Plus for making today's show possible. Everyone visit mediumcindykeza.com, Twitter at mediumcindykeza, Instagram at cindykeza, and hashtag Michigan Hell House. Let's welcome Cindy into the show. Hi, Hi, Cindy. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for the retweet. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Hey, Hot, thank you so much for coming back on today. It's always great getting to speak with you. And congratulations on the recent release of the Michigan Hell House. Um, what's thank that you. like for you? I mean, you've done so many amazing shock docs and TV shows recently on Discovery and Travel Channel. What's it like for you getting to go with amazing locations? Well, I mean, it's so fun. Every location is so different. And so when people ask me, like, what's the craziest investigation you've done, it's it, it was really hard for me to decide until we filmed Michigan Hell House because, honestly, like, um, some of the stuff that Steve and I experienced uh, during this investigation really, really terrified me. And, you know, I can get scared sometimes, but I have to say, out of all of the shock docs that Steve Shippey and I have done together, I think this was, hands down, the most uh, terrifying one. For sure. And for those just listening in and aren't aware of the Michigan Hell House, can you give the audience a quick synopsis of what they can expect while watching the shock doc? Ooh, I don't want to give too much away, but um, basically if I could just give you a little summary without giving it too much away, um, you know, this is one of the most, I think, well-documented paranormal situations of all time. I mean, really, I mean, there's police reports dating back several years, and this family was basically being haunted uh, for a long time. And how do I not give so much away? I guess, um, you know, the police at some point thought that maybe it was just, you know, somebody in the family doing something to get attention. But Steve and I uncovered that that was not the case at all. And it's just, it's just such an interesting case. And I'm very surprised that people, you know, haven't really heard about this case very much. It wasn't really publicized. Um, and, and it's just really worth watching because the evidence that was captured even, you know, years ago um, by the police, I mean, in the police reports, the police are talking about things that they experienced in this house that, you know, you don't hear police talking about, or at least they don't write it down in a, in a document that can be later reviewed. So it's really worth checking out this super interesting story. For sure. And I know your co-host on the show, as you said, is Steve Shippey. How did, um, how was it working with him and what is it like, you know, combining your investigative styles? Oh, I love working with Steve Shippey. It's always a a pleasure working with him. I think this is the fourth shock doc that we've done together. And, you know, Steve's Steve's super chill. He's, um, you know, he has great gear, equipment. He knows how to use it. Um, he's not like, I guess, super dramatic is the best way I can explain it. You know, he's like just there to see mm-hmm. what happens. Um, he's, 
he gives me um, space to do my work, and, and we really respect uh, each other, one another. So uh, I, I really enjoy working with him. He trusts me, so he kind of lets me do what I do, what I do and, um, and I let him do his thing. And it's always super interesting to see how um, things come together at the end, especially when we're using the technology in conjunction with my mediumship. And, and when I've worked with him on, on all of these shock docs, it's just so interesting how, um, you know, my mediumship, you know, work directly with the equipment and I think, especially in this shock doc, because, you know, when, when I was in the house, um, I was trying to tap in and get information. And every time I went to talk, the equipment went crazy. And then when I'd stop talking, it got quiet. And then I would try to talk again, it went crazy. And so mm -hmm. it's just like, to, to have that kind of, you know, um, validation, I guess, or just extra evidence on top of what I'm getting is, is always super cool for me. Because, you know, as a medium, uh, um, you know, I see things in my mind, in my clairvoyant mind, in my mind's eye, I hear mostly internally, I feel, and I have to try to express all of those things that are coming into my mind and in my feelings to the audience. But when you have this equipment going off, it's like even more, I guess, uh, more of an experience for the audience, right? Because they're seeing two things happening at the same time. So it's pretty cool. Absolutely. And when you're working on cases like this, as you said, you're a medium. Um, do you like knowing information prior to going in it, or do you walk in blind? How do you prepare yourself to go into these investigations? Yeah, no, I don't like to know anything going in because what happens, and it's like, you know, people people will say like, oh, mediums, you know, people tell them before they go in, but personally getting front-loaded as a medium is honestly the worst case scenario because what happens is mm -hmm. uh, you're walking into an investigation already with this story in your mind and it's really hard to detach from the story. So I like going in completely blind. I don't want to know anything. And then as I get what I'm getting, I'm sometimes Steve will kind of validate me, you know, halfway through and say, yeah, that makes sense without giving me everything. But generally I'll go and do an investigation, a walkthrough. And then the next day he'll say, you know, this is what you got right. Um, <clears throat> because, you know, again, like the mind, the, the, the way the mind works is it likes to make stories out of things. So, um, yeah, it's always funny when, when people like, um, say that mediums are always front loaded because most mediums that I know that work, that work in paranormal or in any way don't like to be front loaded. It's not like helpful at all. Yeah, of course. I mean, you kind of have that confirmation bias, you know, when you're walking in there, when you have I mean, even as a paranormal investigator, just this information, it's always great to know the history of a location, but it's so much more interesting when you get this evidence and then you're able to confirm it afterwards and be like, oh, wow, that matched up and I completely did not know that beforehand. Yeah, you know, and like, you know, I know we're promoting Michigan Hill House, but even if I go back to like Holder Files and I was on Holder, Holder Files, um, you know, I was never given any information going in, and what what we found is that is that that was even better because some of the things that I was getting weren't documented in the case files. But then when they did research after the fact, they found out that it made sense. So you know, the storyline totally shifted, and I think that that makes it more exciting. And and that even in Michigan Hell House, like some of the things that I was getting, you know. Um, there were stories about maybe that was part of it, but then it wound up ma making sense. So again, yeah, you're right. It's like when you're, when you're given information before, it's really easy confirmation bias or to just kind of stay on track with the story that somebody has already told you. But the stories that people tell aren't always true. Uh, history reported in the books isn't mm -hmm. always accurate. 
So it's, it's even more fun when you get something that's totally like, you know, was off the radar and then it totally winds up making sense. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I know the Michigan Hill House is its own independent standalone storyline, but as you said, you've worked with Steve Shippey before. So do you want to tell the audience about some of your other investigations and shock docs you've done with him so they can catch up on all your prior investigations beforehand? Yeah, so we did a shock doc, um, Ghost of Flight 401, about a flight that went down in the Everglades. We did uh, Ed Gein, which was obviously, you know, about the serial killer, Ed Gein. And then we did um, Scream, the True Story, which is about the Scream franchise. And what a lot of people don't know is that franchise was, like, loosely based on the real-life story of a serial killer named Danny Rowling. Uh, that one was really intense, too. And we um, they, they've all been intense in their own ways, but... But yeah, so um, we went and we investigated, uh, you know, the, the murders that took place at the college um, in Florida, and then we went to Danny Rowling's um, childhood home, and it was it was really really wild. And Ghost of Flight 401 was really fun too because we got to go out on airboats and the Everglades, and um, but they're all really unique and and all I think worth watching. So if you haven't seen them, definitely check it out. For sure. And I know as a medium, it can sometimes be overwhelming when you go on investigations. And for everyone in the audience who, you know, is an investigator or has some sort of ability, um, lots of people want to know ways to protect themselves when going into investigations. Is there anything you do before, during, or after an investigation as a protection? You know, I always walk into an investigation. I try to walk in um, not coming in from a, going in for, uh, from a place of fear. So I don't have a mm -hmm. quote-unquote ritual that I do before going into an investigation. Um, but what I do after an investigation is, is I have more of a thing, like I take Epsom salt baths. I have a friend uh, who I work with regularly who does energy clearings. Um, so I do, like, maintenance that way, um, you know, because I think – uh, walking into anything from a place of fear, I think, at least for me, um, it doesn't allow me to, I guess, open up fully the way that I probably should be opening up. But I will tell you, like, I feel protected because there have been investigations that I've done that my spirit guides, like, especially with automatic writing, because automatic writing puts me in an even more vulnerable place um, where my guides, like, just would not let me do it, like, that my hand would not move on the paper. And I take that as a sign, like, okay, I'm not supposed to, supposed to open up this wide in this uh, investigation that's not safe for me. And so, you know, I'll just kind of take that. And, and sometimes I walk out, too, because I can feel like this doesn't feel right, and I'll regroup and then, you know, usually I have to go back in. But... Uh, yeah, so that's just how I operate. I know a lot of people have different things that they do um, to protect themselves, and I think it's like kind of whatever floats your boat, whatever works for you, um, you know. But I think aftercare for me has been uh, even even more beneficial in really making sure that, um, you know, I'm taking care of my body, like sleeping enough, eating right. Like, you know, all those things um, are very important as a psychic medium because, you know, as mediums, we're running all this energy through our bodies. And if the channel isn't clear, it can create problems because energy can get trapped in places in the body. You can hold on to things. So I've really learned all over the years that uh, self-care is really vital if, um, if somebody wants to work as a psychic medium for a really long period of time. 
Absolutely. And, you know, for the audience who want to learn more about your teachings, you actually have an event coming up called A Medium's Guide to Signs and Symbols in Spirit Communication. Do you want to tell the audience about that event on March 5th and where they can buy tickets? Yeah, sure. So I do a lot of teaching. I love teaching. It's like my favorite thing to do, honestly. Um, I'm teaching. I do a lot of teaching on Zoom. So um, March 4th, I'm doing A Medium's Guide to Automatic Writing. It's a three-hour workshop on automatic writing. And then on March 5th, I'm doing a medium's guide to signs and symbols. So, you know, um, I like to teach workshops just for people that maybe aren't even interested in being a professional medium, medium that just want to learn how to, you know, strengthen their connection to the spirit world. Because I believe everybody has the ability to feel the presence of the spirit world. And I always say um, everyone can play the piano. Not everybody is going to be a concert pianist. But we all have the ability, the innate ability yeah. to feel these energies. And so, you know, so Medium's Guide to Signs and Symbols is really about, like, creating a lexicon with your, with your spirit, people in spirit, your spirit guides, creating symbols, having that communication and that trust. So when you see these symbols, you, you trust that it's your, you know, your dad or your mom or your brother, or whoever you're trying to connect with. Because uh, I'm a firm believer, the more you believe, um, the more you receive. And people, most people I found, um, you know, they have these experiences, but they talk themselves out of the experience or they tell themselves that the experience is not real or that they made it up in their minds. And so uh, I try to hold classes that can help people really trust, um, trust their experiences. And I have a, a really good friend who, her name's Jennifer Schaefer. She's one of my closest friends. She's also a medium. And she yeah. said, um, she said to yeah, do you know her? She's great. So Yeah, she she's she's me, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like she's one of my best friends. And she she said to me once and I really thought thought about it, I was like, She's so right. She said, um, she goes, Cindy, our jobs as mediums are, are done when nobody has to come see us anymore because everybody's having their own experience. Their own experiences. And it's true because I think, you know, um, it's, our, it's, it's part of our job, especially mediums that work in the public, uh, and this is my personal opinion, part of our job is to uh, help people open up to their own connection, to their psychic ability, to their intuition, and to their connection to spirit. Um, and I, I take that seriously, which is why I just love teaching so much. Um, and you can find links to buy tickets to all, all my workshops on uh, my website, which is cindykaza.com, everything is posted there, as, as are my live events. Definitely. I mean, it's so great to get teachings from, you know, so many people in the paranormal. As you said, Burr is such a great person and friend. I think I was actually one of the first people to interview her, and um, we've known her for years. So, I mean, it's amazing, you know, just to hear tips just kind of intermixed from everyone you've met in the paranormal and learned from, and then now you're teaching others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And she, you know, Jennifer and I have been friends for, like, I don't know, probably about 10 years. But yeah, so I'm going to promote my friend because she's just so great. But she she teaches a lot about a psychic investigation and stuff like that. Like, she's really a great psychic medium. For sure. And I know that you're a very busy person. So it's a shortened show today. Um, but to kind of wrap up here, are there any productions, investigations, websites, other interviews or events that you wish to mention? Oof, I mean, gosh, this, well, I, I will say this, I can't tell you what the project is yet, but stay tuned because something is coming out 
sometime this year. That's about what I can give you. But I will be appearing again <laughs> on television. You know how it goes. I can't tell you until I get permission yeah. to tell you. But I will be appearing on television sometime this year. I think maybe in the summer. But uh, stay tuned. But I, I'm excited about the project that's coming out. Um, I had a, had a lot of fun filming it. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm excited to, to for people to see it. Well, you know, you're always welcome on the show to promote um, when you can talk about it. Um, I mean, it's always great getting to hear your stories. And um, thank you again for, you know, taking this, your time out today to come on the show. I know you are busy, so um, I can't thank you enough for that. Oh, no, my pleasure. And next time we'll do the full length. I'm sorry I had to be short today, but next time um, we'll do the full time. So I really appreciate you thinking of me and have me on, on your show. Thank you. No thank worries. You, well, you have a great rest of your day, Cindy. Okay, you too. All right, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Well, fantastic show today, Sophia. Definitely. Cindy's such a great guest, as always. We will definitely have her back on to promote um, her unannounced project in the summer, possibly um, in the summer. Um, But I want to thank you all for listening. The show definitely would not be possible without all of you. And I will talk to you guys again next week with another one of our psychic friends, Harvey Allhouse. Bye, guys. Yeah, next week, and uh, I'll let you know about the guests upcoming. But we want to thank uh, Travel Channel and Discovery Plus, as always, for uh, having Cindy on the show today. And, uh, yeah, for Cindy's officials, medium, uh, medium Cindy Kaza dot com. That's com. Twitter at medium Cindy Kaza, Instagram at Cindy Kaza, and hashtag Michigan Hellhouses uh, as you watch too. And Eventbrite search, a medium's guide to signs and symbols and spirit communication. That's going to be Cindy's event. It's going to be live on March 5th. So Eventbrite search, a medium's guide, and I notice that it starts to pop up on the uh, uh, drop-down list. Upcoming, we have Netflix haunted series psychic intuitive. Harvey Althaus, that's going to be next Saturday the 4th. Medium and Find Your Voice in the Darkness, author Sky Ray, that'll be on the 11th. And (laughs) all their books are coming out at the same time. Psychic medium Rick Wade promotes his new book, The 11th Child. That's going to be on the 18th. Travel Channel Strange World host investigator Christopher Garitano, he'll be coming on. He's uh, securing his date. We have other people securing dates and also teams for the networks as well. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. So like the ghost host Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page. Also added um, uh, as well, GhostHunting.com. So you can listen to this show on both networks. And uh, great show, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files. And you're listening to <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself into your mix of, of voiceovers now. <laughs> I love it, you know? Uh, It's almost like we didn't leave break. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Debbie and Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to the ghost host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all.
Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.